and welcome to Hornet Country. We are swarming the airwaves as we are bringing you a variety of educational news, district achievements, and resources for parents and the community with a special guest on each episode. Hello, I am Kristen Bealey, Executive Director of Communications for Flower Bluff ISD and your host. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Hornet's Nest. afternoon and thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Hornet's Nest podcast and this one is really exciting. I'm I'm really excited about this because not only I mean it has been a whirlwind of a year and so we are coming to the end of this school year. So this podcast is really special because we have two very special guests that are going to be with us today. And our first guest here today is our valedictorian of Flower Bluff High School, Miss Andrea Montenegro Polanco. Yay! Hi, Hi. guys. <laughs> How's it going, Hornet's Nest Podcast? Thank I'm you so Andrea. much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. And you know what? As we were talking before the podcast started, uh, we were talking about how you are not new to podcasts, right? No. <laughs> this is something you actually did during COVID. Yes. So during COVID, I got super bored at home, as I'm sure a lot of people were. And I got involved with a nonprofit, Women in Politics, which is just uh, trying to get girls involved in positions within politics. Yeah. And I was working as a writer. And I decided to pitch the idea of a podcast just because I loved listening to podcasts. And they said yes. And so I was able to run my podcast. I had guests like Alice Stewart, who's a um, leader in the Harvard Political Union for the students. Yes. Um, Maria Cardona. Mm -hmm. Um, And just really cool people like that. So definitely not new to the podcasting world. I've had a a bit of a hiatus. Yeah. I focused on school. You know, as we came back, I had a a lot more time outside mm-hmm. of the house. So I was like, okay, maybe we need to put podcasting on the back burner, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to be back. That is amazing. And it's great because you have that confidence that you're comfortable in front of the mic For to sure. get back into this. So I'm really hoping that you pick up your podcast again and make sure you send it to us so that we can take a listen and support you as well. Thank you. Or if you I decide will. to get back on that. Yeah. With, and with that said, you, you said that you started this when at the start of COVID, right? Right. So there was a lot of, of things not to do. Right. So how does it feel coming back after after COVID? And now this is that year. And so at, now as a senior, how does it feel to be able to experience your senior year back after COVID? It feels really incredible. I'm so excited. When I think back to like the pandemic, mm-hmm. I, I was writing my valedictory address and I was trying to talk about junior year. And I was like, okay, what did we do junior year? And it's like <laughs> a black space in my brain. Oh no. Like I look into it and I'm like, what did I do? Yeah. And like school wise, like I look at I like I started so many new hobbies. Like I was painting, I uh-huh. baked cakes. And I was like, what did what did I do in school? And obviously <laughs> that doesn't sound good because, well, that's an entire year of schooling gone. But honestly, I cannot retain anything that I I learned or like can remember like doing anything significant because I was online the entire year and coming back in person I feel like we're making up for lost time absolutely it's like a constant running like okay I need to get my job that I didn't get to have junior year so Mm -hmm. I got a job and I need to go uh, apply to this volunteering thing that I didn't get to do junior year. So I applied for that and I'm doing that. And yes. I'm hanging out with my friends as much as possible. And also I'm moving uh, the day oh. after graduation. So it feels like not only was I pushed on time from like in the past, yes. I'm being pushed on time in the present. So like these walls are closing in on me and I'm like, oh my God, oh, no. I have to throw all of these fun things in. And so <laughs> we did like senior sunrise. Uh, we had prom, homecoming, like we made them all really big deals. Yes. And it's so fun and so extravagant. But at the same time, it's kind of draining because we haven't had that. Yeah. And so it's like, oh my gosh, we're like constantly on the run trying to make up for this lost time. And it's tiring, but it's exciting. And it went Absolutely. by way too fast. I think, and, and you're right. I mean, for, I can't imagine, i graduated in 03, you know, I can't imagine losing that time 
I, I thought so much about the students that were missing out. Exactly like you said, the senior sunrise, the proms, the homecomings, graduations, you know, all of that was really put in the back. But I love how you said you guys are making up for that lost time. Yeah. And I think that that's one thing that I really see here at Flower Bluff ISD is all the campuses, the students are really connected. And I think you see that even more with, like you said, we're coming back from COVID and just making up for that lost time. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, I think that's really great. You guys are doing that, especially in your senior year. Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't want to miss that. We realized, we realized that education was something that we kind of had taken for granted, not just like being in school and being in the classroom, but being able to be around your friends all of the time, being able to build those relationships with your teachers. Yes. You know, having something to do, Mm -hmm. you know, having that schedule. I wake up, brush my teeth, eat my breakfast, go to school, come back, go do my clubs. When you don't have that structure, your life is kind of like bleh. Yes. It's like you need a routine. And yeah. we everybody realized like, oh my goodness, like school is actually kind of fun. We miss this. Yeah, yeah. We, we miss this. And so everybody that came back kind of came back with a renewed sense of, okay, you know, um, maybe I don't like learning. You mm-hmm. know, maybe AP physics isn't fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe AP calculus isn't fun. Maybe I don't like eating lunch in the cafeteria with all these people, but we need to appreciate school. There's at least one thing that we can appreciate about (laughs) school, whether it be it giving us a routine or our friends, there's at least one thing that can be appreciated. Yes. And so having like this gratefulness from the student body, I think we've all come together, Um, at least the older classes. I see that the younger classes struggle a little bit more. They talk a lot about that and how, you know, they kind of got thrown into high school. They skipped junior high and went into high school. And I definitely see that. I, I have a younger brother. And I see how he kind of, like, I think about how the black hole in my mind is just in the middle Mm -hmm. of high school. And I'm like, that doesn't really affect me as much because I already had an identity. Like, I had already grown a little bit in high school. Mm -hmm. And then it was black hole. And then it was the rest. For him, his black hole is, like, in his developmental years, like, right in junior high. And then he gets thrown into here and he hasn't really explored high school. And so it's... So there's a lot of adapting. Mm -hmm. A lot of adapting. That's, and now you're getting ready to adapt to college. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's scary. No, it is not. It's going to be amazing. So tell us, what college are you going to? I'm going to the University of Texas at Austin. Oh my goodness. Yes. Hook up. Yes. That is going to be so cool. So you said you're right after graduation, you are getting up and you are going, right? Yes. I'm moving to Houston. So my entire family is relocating because my mom got a promotion for her job. And so I'm moving to Houston. And then from Houston, I'll be moving to Austin. Wow. Double move. Busy. Yeah. Two in one. Hey, that's okay. (laughs) You know, it's, and like you said, it's, it's, you guys are, as you're making up for that last time, you're making more memories. Right. That's the best thing. Exactly. So, and so being here at Flower Bluff, I'm sure you've got plenty of memories that you've had and you've made in your senior year. So go ahead. Tell us a little bit. Tell tell us one highlight about your senior year that you are just going to have forever. Oh, this is hard because <laughs> I, I think I have two. Okay. Well, you can tell I'm two. I'm going to give two. Yeah. <laughs> um, one that I just remember really vividly is... The day before Christmas, or the day of Christmas break, where we were going to get out in our calculus class, we had finished doing our work, and we were so excited, because Mr. Valona is very much like, you do your work, and then Mm -hmm. if you do your work, like, you can work for stuff on other classes, or you guys can hang out, because we're, like, a really small class. Yeah. I think there's, like, six of us, seven of us, and we had finished all of our work, and we were like, well, it's, like, Christmas break, we don't have any work for our other classes, so we like pulled out our phones and mm-hmm. we put Just Dance on, but like one of the ones that are on YouTube that you can just like copy. And, oh, yeah. And we played Just Dance. And so that was really <laughs> fun. I was like, this is so cute. Like we're just playing Just Dance in calculus. Um, and then prom. Oh, my gosh. Prom was so fun. Like being able to get ready yes. with my friends, being able to go. Th- we got a limo. So oh, that was wow. so cool being able to go in the limo. And just seeing everybody come together, it was it was a really cool experience. Absolutely. Oh, those are great highlights. Yeah. You know, those are things, like we said, you're going to take those for many years to come. Those are great memories. For sure. So in here, so you were really involved in, in, in your high school career. So tell us a little bit about all the clubs or the programs that you were really involved with here in your senior year. So um, I guess I should go first with Interact. Mm -hmm. I've been with Interact for four years as a member for three and now as vice president this year. 
And Interact is a service organization. It's kind of the baby to the Rotary organization, which is a volunteering organization for adults. Yes. And so the way it works, we just have different events. So we have monthly ECC readings where we go read to the kids at the ECC. Yeah, it's really sweet. Uh, We actually dressed up for homecoming. We had our, like, Disney day. Uh And so that lined up on the same day as an ECC reading. So everybody was dressed as, like, princesses and, like, cute little Disney characters. And they loved it. I was dressed as a fairy. And they were all like, do you have pixie dust? I was like, (laughs) yeah, I do. And I just, like, started throwing fake pixie dust at them. It was so fun. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, we do beach cleanups. Mm -hmm. We run the school's food pantry. So oh, wow. completely, like, everything is stored in our sponsors, Ms. Weishul's room, mm-hmm. and we do uh, bags. Every single week, we send out bags to students that have been identified as students that need them, mm-hmm. and we, like, do a completely discreet system with the seniors that they go out and make the deliveries during advisory mm-hmm. on Fridays, so that's something really cool that we've done. We run special hearts prom, yes. which just happened recently. That was really fun. I got to go. Oh, really? I have to say, and in though I got invited, mm-hmm. I, I need to point that out because I was very proud to be invited. We actually work with the Ready Set Go program in our spirit shop, mm. so they invited Ashley, our who runs our spirit shop. They invited Ashley and myself, and that was a blast. It was that really was fun. so great. And I found out later. Again, I'm so new to this world, but I found out that yes, clubs like the Interact Club helped make that prom happen yeah so it was because of you guys that that was like the greatest night for those students yeah a lot of people come together yes that is wonderful it's a lot of teamwork Mm -hmm. you know that's right i remember that that was a lot of fun awesome i I was doing glam station so i got to do makeup i have like no makeup experience except for the makeup (laughs) i do on myself but i was like i'm going to do everybody's makeup and i did they looked beautiful they really did the photos i i kept showing those photos all all through the week that was a lot of fun. Yeah. You guys did great it on that. really cool. And to come together and help your fellow Hornets, I think that's one thing. Uh, you know, that's new for me. I don't remember this much help and this much teamwork happening when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So it's really refreshing to see how much these organizations and, you know, these clubs are doing to help out their fellow schoolmates, their classmates. Exactly. Yeah. Really so what other organizations were you a part of? So I was also involved in yearbook. That's actually, okay. I was running a little bit late today, not not to expose myself on the podcast, but I was you running a little did. bit late. <laughs> uh, Hector, can we cut that out, please? Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so I was running a little bit late uh, because I'm in yearbook. I'm the co-editor-in-chief mm-hmm. along with Kritika, who's a salutatorian. Yes. Um, and yeah, we were doing yearbook distribution. And yearbook is it's just kind of my baby yeah. at this point. Like, we've worked on it the entire year. And that class has taught me so much about being able to manage people but also like manage effectively yes just because you can't always say like okay well you did this wrong fix it Mm -hmm. like sometimes you have to bargain a little bit and you have to take into consideration the feelings of other people which is kind of like that's obvious of course you have to take feelings of other people into consideration but when you're like in a leadership position and you're like really stressed and you're like oh my god what do i do you realize oh maybe i didn't take this this person's emotions absolutely in my wording or or maybe I should have gone a different route instead of like maybe guilting somebody into doing something maybe praising them into doing something you know absolutely and being able to identify like okay this is a type of uh, encouragement every single person needs mm-hmm. and individualizing that and knowing the people on your team making deadlines I, I've loved your book for that. And now that they're on campus, I'm so excited. We've been doing distribution, you know, doing all the filing, doing all the sorting. It's really cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's only two things that I've done. I know. I realized I just talked about them for like And I was reading your minutes. bio and I was like, there is a lot happening yes. with this student here i've been all over the place i you mean I, I did newspaper uh-huh. uh, before yearbook so i wrote for that and i i loved newspaper i competed for the academic team mm-hmm. and i decided to stop it this year just because i got a job and yeah. i couldn't do it anymore that's also why i stopped doing math team um, i competed on math team for a while i had done it in junior high and loved it but yeah you know i it kind of like i burnt out i like yes. fizzled out a little bit i just wasn't as good at math and i had <laughs> like so many other things happening i was like okay we're just gonna let math team go th- yeah. this year um i'm in spanish honor society i'm the president and this year coming back it was oh it was tough mm-hmm. because spanish honor society 
it's not like Science Honor Society or National Honor Society in the sense that there's really no service that you can do as far as like it can only be Spanish. Yes. Because it, it's very hard to find those things. Like, I mean, you could help Spanish teachers organize a room. So that may be service, but we didn't want to, yeah. we didn't want to just limit us to that. So we, we try to do more like Spanish outreach. So we had like Spanish fiestas okay. where we would all bring food and speak in Spanish and we would watch, um, movies uh-huh. in, in Spanish and then we'd put the English subtitles because I think I was one of the only like fluent speakers well Spanish is my first language so yes. let me preface that like of course I'm fluent because it is my first language and where's your family from we talked about this. Venezuela yes Venezuela awesome and so uh, we wanted everybody to kind of get more familiar with Spanish because then mm-hmm. at that point then they can start tutoring people in Spanish doing that stuff so we kind of had more like fun stuff that we did this year as opposed to doing uh, community service because we we told people you know find that outside like bring your hours from going to the humane society going to the food bank and here we'll focus on the spanish and getting into the spanish um i was in national honor society that Mm -hmm. was a lot of fun i i didn't have an officer position i was just a member and i volunteered everywhere like i did uh i painted walls oh wow in miss wofford's room um i cleaned up the campus Uh, i did tutoring and in science national honor society i like had the earth day event at the junior high that they saw that that was so cool i I helped run that i got to take a selfie with the sloth that i got to pet the sloth that was amazing (laughs) do you know they have really like sharp teeth yes that's what um the guy from zootopia was telling us and I got so excited. He was the the gentleman that had oh, the company right, right, that right. had the sloth. And so he was he was talking to us and he goes, you know, this is a South American sloth. I got so excited. I go, I'm South American too. And I was like, I was just so excited because never in my school career did I see that much interaction yeah. and that much great like opportunities for students to see than I've seen here at Flower Bluff ISD. Yeah. That was really great. And so you guys were a part of that. Yeah. We help. We I bet you guys were proud of that one. Yeah, and it was just such a fun because it was like an all day thing. Mm-hmm. And those are my favorite favorite events because yeah. you get like your group of people and everybody's like doing their own thing and then you meet back up for lunch and then you mm-hmm. you go back and you do your th- own thing and at the end like you're just so fulfilled you see everybody's like happy all the students are having fun you're like trying to get them engaged so we're like making like i don't know how to describe it you know when you put your arms at, together and oh, like yeah. the, at the front of a door and you make like a little tunnel uh-huh. so we would do <laughs> that for them when they were coming in we're like science day earth day yeah let's go science <laughs> let's go earth nature woo and oh that campus is so beautiful it is or not i said the junior high but it was the intermediate i'm sorry yes i i walk through the garden that they have it's so pretty it is uh we're hoping to see more things uh, events happen in there Mm -hmm. and and i definitely i've gotten to do some tours myself but i always lead back to that intermediate garden yeah there's something there and i just haven't figured it out yet but I want, I hope we can start doing some events there. So that's sure. amazing. Well, you're, okay, so you're, this is just senior year that we're talking about, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so with that said, I mean, with all that you've been doing, all that you've accomplished, I'm sure you've had the the great luck to meet some incredible educators here. Yes. So I'm going to ask you, I'm not going to, I'm, yes, I am going to put you on the spot. <laughs> what educator here at Flower Bluff has just stuck out for you that, that that one educator that has been the most influential to you. Okay. So I did my homework and I knew you were going to ask me this because I listened <laughs> to your last podcast with the valedictorian salutatorian and I came prepared with an answer. Okay. And I would like to say first off that all of the educators at Flower Bluff that I've had have been incredible. Awesome. I have loved all of them. They've all taught me like different things. Um, but one person that has just like stands out to me is my junior high math team coach, Mr. Gillespie. Shout out Anthony Gillespie if you're listening. <laughs> but wow, I was a very competitive kid mm-hmm. um, coming into junior high. I got here in sixth grade, so I, I needed to find like my thing. Yes. And so in sixth grade, I floated like around the science team kids and like math team. And then junior high, my best friend, Kritika, uh-huh. salutatorian, <laughs> um, uh, she was in math team and I wanted to be, you know, with her and, and my friends that were in there. So I said, can I join math team? Mm-hmm. I was the last one to join. And so I joined and then we had our team. And uh, being in that environment where it's just like, ultra competitive but also like we're building each other up yes and it's he's a very tough teacher Mm -hmm. 
but also like a very great like life coach you know he was he was willing to you know help us grow but like when it came to grades like it was very much like you get what you get Mm -hmm. you don't throw a fit like I remember I got an 80 in his class once and I thought it was going to be the end of the world I cried in front of his door for an entire period (laughs) I cried and he walked by and he was like "Hmm." and then he went in his room and I was like that's all I'm gonna get wow that's that's just a hmm but then I realized like okay well Let's let's think about this. This is honestly my fault. I probably should have studied uh-huh. better. Um, this is out of my control at this point. Maybe I shouldn't be crying outside his door. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And there's just been times like on math team trips that I haven't done well. And he was just like, okay, let's, let's assess where you need to improve. And we're going to make it, you're going to get better. And just as a teacher, like he taught me test taking strategies that I've I still use today like putting question marks and then putting the check marks and little stars for like how you feel about each question oh wow and so like I'll go back through every single question on every single test doesn't matter what it is mm-hmm. and I go back and like put stars and check marks and then question marks yeah um just to say like okay so at the maximum I miss like five minimum okay. I probably got like a hundred so like being able to gauge that yeah just a really cool dude all around shout out Mr. Gillespie again um and also his wife his wonderful wife Mrs. That's Gillespie right. she yes. I did theater and in, okay. in junior high look at that another piece of like wow didn't what what's <laughs> going on I'm all over the place but I did theater I was in one act and I loved Mrs. Gillespie they were my school parents honestly oh them I too. love that There's, I had their classes like I think four times a day. So like I was just with the Gillespie's all the time. Wow. I haven't had, and this is, and this is how, uh, I think how much of an impact they have. I have yet to meet them. I I have not had the pleasure of meeting them yet, Mm -hmm. but I hear their names at least twice, three times a week when I'm featuring something or when I'm developing the latest buzz. Uh, there's always something in there from the Gillespie's. And I think that's a testament, a true testament to how impactful these two people are. So shout out to the Gillespie's. I, I hope to meet them soon, but that's so great that you have those experiences with them. Yeah. That's that's really great. So, okay. So we've talked about your influential teacher. One thing I want to know with so much that you have had going on, not only just in your senior year, but your, your whole high school career, what was one challenge that you faced in high school that just kind of knocked you down for a little bit, but you learned to get over it. You got Mm -hmm. past it. What was that challenge? This is very general, Mm -hmm. um, but just making time for myself. Yes. um, I just, like, I'm very much, I'm still struggling with it now, but I now am able to say this is a problem that Mm -hmm. I have. Um, I realized, and I I realized this, like, very early on in, in my high school career, and I just kind of, like, continue to work on it. I can, like, make myself, like, physically sick with, like, stress Mm -hmm. and and just constant anxiety from having a bunch of things to do. But at the same time, like, I get stressed if I'm not doing something. Like, I could be, like, more more effective here. Like, I could be uh, doing my homework, doing this. And so it's – I need to find a right balance of, like, oh, I'm doing this, but I'm also, like – It's okay to do that. Yeah. It's okay to take a break. And it's just – it's been a constant, like, balance and making time for my family – too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my mom and my brother here right now, mm-hmm. um, but my mom travels back to Houston like every other week. So it's just oh, me wow. and my brother most of the time. And having to care for this other human being, he's 15, but he he's like, he's a little baby. You yeah. know, he's a, he's a younger sibling. So I've always had the parental role there. Of course. And um, just having to care for him, I'm like, okay. I It kind of made me realize, I'm caring for this human being. Maybe I should be caring for myself too. Cause I, you know, I made sure to take days off so he wasn't home alone as much. And I was like, well, maybe I should take some days off for me, not even for just Andres, just for me. So I can be at home more and, you know, doing that. And so I quit my job. Shout out Chick-fil-A Saratoga. You were wonderful. Uh, I love them. Place of employment. They're, they're great. I love Chick-fil-A. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And I have to say like the the respectfulness there is mm-hmm. always great. I right. loved it. So you did, you end up leaving there, yeah. correct? So, and now you have a little bit more time for yourself. Yeah. Right. I have Good. more time for me, my family, and also my friends. I think that you saying this and this being heard on this podcast, I hope we get this out there because mm-hmm. I think what you just said is so impactful because I think that's what 
so many students are, I think, coming to terms with right now, Mm -hmm. especially like we said, coming back from COVID, really trying to just live it up right now and just not taking that time to just slow down, take that breath, make that time for yourself. I think that that's something we should be talking about a lot. Um, I think that we get wrapped up, whether it's students or even us in the adult world, we get so wrapped up on the tasks and the deadlines and the, you know, the unrealistic deadlines, you know, we forget that we have to take care of ourselves. Right. And I think it's so great as a student, as the valedictorian that sets that precedent that says that you're speaking up to say, I need to slow down, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's really great. And I hope you carry that into college because college is a lot of studying, but there are so many incredible memories Mm -hmm. and moments that you're going to be able to make when you make time for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'm living in the moment. Yes. Living in that moment and not um, letting those anxieties really take the best of you, you know? So that's good. I'm really proud of you for that. That's really cool to hear. Um, And so with learning to slow down and learning to make time for yourself, that's really, that's really important. But also what advice would you give to the younger hornets that you're leaving behind with everything you've experienced? What would you want to, what advice would you want to give to them? Um, Definitely look into the future. Uh, I had a vision going into high school. I always knew, like, my goal was to be valedictorian and here. like Really? Here I, yeah, like, since I was in eighth grade, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to be valedictorian at Flower Bluff High School. And so, like, I always knew that this is a route that I wanted to take and I had set my goal and I went with it. But also, when you're focusing on the future, don't focus on the path that other people are taking um, because you risk your happiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, um there's a lot of, especially now, uh, college acceptances and, and that type of stuff. It's so competitive. Yes. And, you know, there's a lot of, oh, like, what did they do to get into these colleges? What did they do to do that? And it becomes kind of like you're trying to become, like, the perfect person, perfect yes. student. You know, you're trying to you're trying to be look good to colleges, but also look good to your friends, look mm-hmm. good to your family. And in that way, you're not staying true to yourself and then you don't enjoy your time in high yeah. school. You realize, hey, I did this all for nothing. Like, I'm, I'm not happy. Yes. And recognizing, like, I want to do this for myself because it makes me happy. Um, you know, I had some of my family members tell me, why do you do all of this stuff if you're going into medicine? Mm-hmm. Why are you in yearbook? Why do you go to uh, speech competitions? Why, do you, why, why, are you doing, why are you doing a nonprofit with women in politics? Like, you're going into medicine. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. And... All I can say is it makes me happy. Yes. You know, and so it's unconventional, I guess, that I, I have done all of these things. But it, it's been something that has helped me stay true to myself and just focus on that as a student, staying true to yourself and focusing on that future and how you can make, you know, those steps while being happy. Yes. And staying true. I could not agree more. I think that is the perfect message to leave for the um for the coming students, yeah. you know, as they fulfill their high the rest of their high school career. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. So with that said, I think we're coming to an end at the part How here. Sad. We're also going to meet with our salutatorian. So and and you guys are best friends. We are best friends. I met Kritika on the first day of um sixth grade and our a uh, world geography teacher, Miss mm-hmm. Forney. Shout out, Miss Forney. <laughs> We're shouting out everybody. Yes. She put us together because um, I had told her that I was from Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And not to speak on Kritika's story because she's about to tell you, but Kritika came from Nepal. Mm-hmm. And so she's had us together. And she's like, I just feel like y'all are going to be friends. Obviously, she didn't tell us that then. But me and Kritika started talking. And so we went over to the map. And I'm like, this is the country I'm from. And yes. she's like, oh, my gosh, this is my country. And we we're like, oh, wow that's crazy. Let's talk about it. And so we would, we just started talking about like, oh, like this is my culture. This is my experience. And from there, like our friendship grew and, you know, we were in math team together. We've done yearbook together, math, um, uh, newspaper, uh-huh. so UIL, all that stuff, speech and debate. We've done, I forced her to do mock trial with me this year. I was like, <laughs> you need to get into mock trial. Um, and we have so many amazing stories and memories and I'm so glad we ended up being one and two. Yeah. Uh, I was like eight my freshman year. So I was like, um, how fun being all the way up there, Kritika, because she she's always been at the at the top right there. Yes. I had to fight my way up to be up here with her. So I'm very proud that we are 
standing next to each other and we'll be speaking at graduation together. Well, both of us, uh, both of us, Hector, myself, and all of Flower Bluff ISD, we're so proud of the both of you. you. And I'm so excited to talk to Kritika and learn her story, but I want to thank you for being here with us today. And wow, just everything you've done up to this point and everything that you're going to be doing, just know we are so proud of you and wish you nothing but great things in your future. Join us on Thursday, May 26th for the Flower Bluff High School commencement ceremony being held at the American Bank Center at 6 p.m. And now for the second part of the Hornet's Nest podcast graduation edition. All right, so this afternoon we are joined now by our salutatorian, Miss Kritika Adhikari. Right? I said that yes, right, right? that is correct. Beautiful name, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to the Hornet's Nest Podcast. I'm so excited to be here. I've actually never done a podcast before, so this is a really cool experience. I'm so glad that you got to do this for your first time here with us here at Flower yes. Bluffs. This is great. Okay, so just a little bit of a background. We're so excited. We The podcast was really going, I'd say, last year and the year before, And then it kind of took a little bit of a downtime and now we're back, which is great. So um, I'm really excited. This is my second podcast. So I'm really excited to be talking with the valedictorian and now the salutatorian yourself. So welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. So we're going to just, you know, kind of chat a little bit. You know, you're getting ready to graduate. This is huge. It's next week, Mm -hmm. May 26th. Yes, that is crazy. I know. I feel like it was just yesterday. I was just a freshman and I was sitting in my freshman classroom and thinking like, wow, in four years from now, I'm going to be a senior. Like that's going to be in so long from now. And then now here I am. Like I'm here. I'm about to graduate. I'm ready. So, yeah. <laughs> it is ready. Yes. No, that's great. And and I love how you were talking about um, your freshman year. Mm-hmm. So, and then to, you were in, in high school when COVID happened. Yes. Okay. So, how does that feel coming back to school and being able to have your senior year in class as opposed to when it was when you guys were home for COVID? It's definitely really exciting to have the opportunity to be back here at school. I know last year they did kind of like a... A schedule where people could choose whether they could come back but it was like a mix of people who were they were virtual and they were physically at school so it was really strange but um personally for me last year I spent the entire year virtual Mm -hmm. and I know everyone this year was like wow I really hope like for our senior year we can have the opportunity to be back we can have experience like our last pep rallies homecomings prom and then obviously like the high school graduation so I think I'm just so grateful that we have had the opportunity to be back here and be able to experience all of this because I know like class of 2020 they had it really bad yeah and like class of 2021 last year Like, that was also really rough because they didn't have, like, everyone, all of the seniors around them. So just being able to be here, have all my fellow seniors around me, and just being able to take this all on together is just, I think it's very special, and I'm very grateful for that. That's incredible. I'm Yes, I'm so glad to see everybody coming back and kind of finding their their place again in in high school because high school is such an important time. You know, you don't want to lose that. You don't want to lose those experiences. So... I'm so happy you guys get to all have those experiences. So what's been the highlight of your senior year? Oh, that's hard. I would definitely (laughs) have to say prom because I know I feel like prom is one of those things that like from a young age, like you're always watching those movies. You're always like, oh, my gosh, like eventually I'm going to have my high school prom. And so it's just like the anticipation for prom was just one of the most exciting things because every week. Like, I would be talking to my friends and we'd be like, oh, my gosh, next week's the week. Or, like, it's Mm -hmm. in a few days. It's in a month. And it was just, like, each day building up to it was just more and more exciting as we kept planning things. And then we got everything ready. And just being able to, like, do that and be with all my fellow, like, class and everyone, it was so much fun. And then another thing I would have to say, even though you only asked me about one, is (laughs) the anticipation for, like, I guess ranks I guess I I mean I don't know if that was really exciting but it was more like a nervous like a nervous excitement and I guess just everything that we've been able to do this year that like we didn't get to do last year like homecoming pep rallies just being able to do all of that is really really fun awesome yeah no you're absolutely right 
Um, so with with you being the salutatorian, you, you were obviously involved in quite a bit uh, this year. What activities were, were you involved with this year? Um, so I was actually the co-editor-in-chief of our high school yearbook with Andrea, and I was the president of Interact Club, mm-hmm. and we had um, the Diversity Club a while back, and I was the vice president of that. I was also... I have to like think about it. That's okay. <laughs> what else? Um, I also helped kind of co-found this like organization a while back when I volunteered with this school called Buddha Nilakantha School in Nepal. Okay. And um, I worked with the other volunteers to kind of create this organization for like um, the well-being and like health and education of Nepali students. So that was really fun. Uh, and I'm also the class of 2022 social media manager, and I have a lot of fun with that because we get to post like all this really exciting stuff. We get to post like college announcements for seniors and mm-hmm. we do a lot of cool things. And like for Interact Club, for example, it's one of our largest clubs on campus. And that's another thing that I work with Andrea on. And through Interact Club, we've been able to like be- help work with the Flower Bluff Food Pantry. We've been able to like contribute to ECC readings and which are so much fun and have like beach cleanups and car washes for senior scholarships and polio awareness. So yeah. So you guys have been busy. <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. been really busy this year. <laughs> and so you mentioned um, f- uh, doing something for the Nepali students. So you are you originally you're originally from Nepal? Yes, I was born in Nepal, and then I came to America when I was one years old. Okay, <laughs> and your family's from Nepal as well. Yes, they are. Okay, so what brought y'all to Flower Bluff? Um, so originally, when my parents immigrated over here, my dad got a visa, actually, on my, the day of my birthday. Uh-huh. So very special day. Happiest day of my parents' lives. But don't tell no. my sister that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they got a visa. And then my dad came over here. And then a year later, my mom, she mm. didn't know any English. She brought me and my sister over to Wyoming. That's okay. where we first moved. And it was a um, very interesting experience. There was a really good like community over there. There was yeah. a lot of other Nepali people, so it was really cool. And then after Wyoming, my dad, he works in like research science. So then okay. he got a job opportunity to come to Corpus Christi, Texas about eight years ago, I believe. And then ever since then, we've been here. And my parents were like, they always heard about Flower Bluff. They were like, yeah, it's a really great campus, great community, great people. So then they just brought us over here. Wonderful. And I've been here since fourth grade. So definitely have been here for a while. You've grown up here. Yeah. This is definitely like my childhood school, basically. Yes. And to start from such a young age Mm -hmm. to, to get to this point, you, I'm sure you're pretty proud. That's great. So let me ask you, what are you going to go into for school? Where are you going to school? So I'm going to the University of Texas at Austin, and okay. I will be studying public health, and I will be going on the pre-medical track. Wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so uh, you and Andrea kind of have that, you both have that kind of love for the health mm-hmm. health world, right? Yes. So what do you want to do with, with that degree? So I'm still kind of like figuring things out. I definitely want more experience with like internships and volunteering and mm-hmm. like figuring out my special, like what kind of specialty I want to go to. I think so far as of now, like pediatrics has been really interesting for me. I have talked to like some other healthcare professionals and they've been giving me like really good advice. So I'm kind of still figuring things out and seeing like where I ultimately want to end up going in my career. But as of now, I am leaning towards like pediatrics, like family medicine, that kind of stuff. So yes. Wow. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's, that is so amazing that you're going to take that step into the medical world. Thank you. So um, no, kudos to you for that. That's incredible. So with everything that you've really learned and that you're about to learn, I'm sure that here in your high school career, you've met some incredible educators. So tell me about one teacher here that's been so influential for you. Oh my gosh, that's so hard. (laughs) How can I only choose one? I know, (laughs) I know. Okay, I'm gonna have to think about this for a second. That's okay. I know mm. there's there's many great ones here. Yeah. Andrea had the same issue. Yeah. You know, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I think the hardest part about choosing like one teacher is, is like each year, like there's every single teacher we've had has just like really contributed to us and like growing and like kind of being who we are. Mm-hmm. So I guess like starting from like ninth grade, for example, like Mr. Gain, he's the one of the biology teachers yes. and he definitely helped 
like me a lot because he kind of made me like believe in myself Mm -hmm. and then I guess like going on from there like Miss Agus she was another chemistry teacher that I had and she always gave like really good advice she always believed in me and then again Sorry, I'm, like, saying more than one teacher. No, please, let us know. (laughs) Yeah, then there's, like, Miss Jones. She was, like, the sweetest human in the entire world. She always just gives the best advice. And then just everyone who I've had. Like, I just, I can't just choose one. That's (laughs) okay. Yeah. No, I love how you gave more than one. Mm -hmm. You know, I like that because... There's more than one teacher that's made an impact in your life. Right. You know, we we should mention those people. And and all around, the educators here are incredible. I've had the opportunity to meet just a handful as, you know, I'm fairly new here myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing my best to meet everybody that I can. But everybody that I've met or even heard of are doing great things here with mm-hmm. the students. So that's great. Thank you for giving us more than one. I love that. <laughs> of course. Um, also... So meeting and meeting so many different people here, learning from so many different people here at Flower Bluff, you know, I'm sure they helped you along the way. I want to know from you, what was one challenge you faced here in your high school year? It can be, you know, junior, sophomore year, whatever that might be, or here in your senior year. What challenge did you encounter and how did you overcome it? Um, So this is more of like a mental thing, but I guess one challenge that I really faced was self-doubt because I think like there's a lot of times where you're in a community and there's like all these amazing people and you're seeing like these people go do these amazing things. Like sometimes I was like, wow, like I feel like I'm not doing what I should be. Like I feel like I should be doing more. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely something I've had to overcome and kind of like tell myself like I'm capable of like so much more. And yeah, I guess self-doubt. And I guess another thing is um, within like classes, AP physics. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> that one was a rough class. I def- I do think it was really, really interesting. Like everything we learned in physics, it's just it's a it's a difficult class. Yeah. And yeah, I guess. Yeah, I have struggled with some classes like just the material and basic stuff. But um, so how do you get past it? I think the biggest thing for me is just um like being able to ask questions i think is like the biggest the number one rule because i think before i was i used to be scared of doing that i used to be like scared of like asking questions because i was like oh like what if they think i'm dumb Mm -hmm. but um i've definitely had to overcome that and then it's made me realize that like asking questions doesn't mean you're dumb it means like you're smart enough to understand like what you're asking about and i think the biggest thing is like you should be asking those questions because then Sometimes, like, there's something so small that'll slip past you and you ask a question and then it, like, it clears up so much more. It does. Yes. yes. And then another thing I would say is I've had the opportun- uh, opportunity of, like, tutoring students. And I think another thing is, like, whenever you tutor people and even if you don't really know something that well, like, just being able to be like, yeah, so this is how it works. Like, it teaches me so much more and then mm-hmm. it helps, like, reinforce all of that. So that's definitely helped me a lot. That is wonderful. I think we were having a conversation with Andrea as well, just talking about the stress and the anxiety Mm -hmm. and you were talking about the self-doubt. I think that, and this is what I was telling Andrea, that to have that open discussion, I mean, because I'm sure there's so many other students here that are experiencing the same exact thing. Right. And I think that that is such a relief to many students that may be listening to this that's like, okay, like we're not the only ones that are going through this, you know, but here's some things that they did to conquer that. I think that you both are taking a big step there in helping, you know, future students that are on their path to this and they're going to get busy. They're going to be doing a lot of things and overcoming that self-doubt or those anxieties or the stresses, I think is what's going to help get you through that that high school career for sure and get you ready for college yes you know? I completely agree oh yes <laughs> I remember the college years you know they're they're busy but the memories and the experiences are so much they they so much overpower the self-doubt or the, the stresses that you might experience right and yes. I know like college is like a whole new chapter and obviously there's still going to be like more self-doubt once you're in that environment because it's like, oh, you're taking on so much more. You you have to focus so much more on school. But I'm also really excited because, of course, you get that, like, independence. And you get, yes. kind of get to, like, like navigate life and kind of figure out everything for yourself. And kind of, like, 
again, you have to learn how to like overcome those obstacles. So I guess that's something that I'm really excited for in college and just being like with this whole new community and having this new experience. I just Mm -hmm. think it's really cool. It is. Yeah. No. And, um, you know, with all that you've accomplished, whether that be academically, also overcoming, working on that self-doubt, working on becoming the better version of yourself. How is all of that that you've accomplished here in high school fit into your goals, like with what you want to do for your future? Oh, that's a good question. I would say that I think the biggest thing is like I've joined these clubs, like I've taken these classes and like my biggest thing that I kind of wanted to gain for that is just like life experience. Like I know Mm -hmm. there's some classes that I've taken where I haven't like necessarily, maybe I didn't need them, but I've got like I've gained the experience. I've like I've struggled and I've just gotten that life experience that will like help me in my future. Mm -hmm. And um Another thing is, like, I think from, like, the organizations I've done, like, the biggest thing that I've kind of gained is leadership. Mm -hmm. Because I remember, like, coming in my freshman year, I was pretty shy. Like, I didn't really talk as much. Like, I would have never expected, like, oh, I'm the president of my club my senior year. I was just kind of, I, I kept more to myself, like, my friends. And I've learned that, like, people do want to talk to you. Like, people, like, you should be, like, you shouldn't be scared of, like, talking to other people and just like making new friends and that's something that I've learned over the years and I've gained a lot of like leadership skills through everything that I've done and I think that's definitely one of the big takeaways that I want to help me guide my future career. Mm -hmm. Oh and all of those elements are going to play so well especially into the field you're going to. Mm -hmm. I feel like and obviously I'm not in the health healthcare world. I have friends and family that are in there and I see that having that element, that human element, whether, like you said, leadership, understanding, empathy, all of those are going to just play that wonderful role as you kind of explore that. Right. That's really great. So when you're you're getting ready to graduate, mm-hmm. right? Okay, it's the 26th already. Okay. <laughs> and, and are you speaking at graduation? Yes, I okay. am. Andrea and I will both be speaking. We've been working on our speeches and like, Oh, it's been, it's been crazy. I am very excited. I'm also really nervous because there's going to be a lot of people, but I think it'll be really fun. It'll be a really cool memory to like look back on in like 20 years when I have a child, hopefully, and I'll be like, wow, I was so cool. <laughs> look what I did. Yeah, look at this. Oh, you are, you both are going to do incredible. Thank there's, you. <laughs> uh, there's a trick. I used to work at American Bank Center mm-hmm. and they used to say the trick is when you're speaking in the arena, look upwards. Mm-hmm. And the words will just flow, oh, you know, I'll definitely. So then, yeah, that. you avoid the crowd. You don't mm-hmm. look at the crowd. You just look up at the, the ceiling. Oh, and yeah. apparently that's just supposed to help you a lot okay. a little bit. Yeah, I'll definitely take that into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kritika, what is one piece of advice that you would like to leave for the younger Hornets as they move on in their high school career? I think one piece of advice that I would give is to not let self-doubt take over because you are so much more capable than you think. And I think that's just something that people need to like know and like know in their minds because I think like self-doubt obviously is like a huge thing, issue Mm -hmm. that people face. And I just knowing that people are so much more capable, like they can do anything, even though it might sound a little cheesy, but like it's so true. And I think that's one of the biggest like things that I would tell like my freshman self or just any like younger student in general. Yeah, I think that that's important. You know, we I think we're, as we're growing and I think I'm sure you've realized this, your confidence in yourself mm-hmm. is growing. It's getting yeah. there, you know, <laughs> and I think that I, I remember being a freshman and being so scared, being not sure of things. I think mm-hmm. that there's a lot of students that are not sure about who they are yet or what they want to do. And I I just think it's so great to hear from the both of you that even though you, you have your ideas of your goals and your future, it's still okay to not know or still be unsure and still figure things out, right? Yeah. And I think that's really interesting because I feel like it's a very common misconception people have. That they're like, oh, like you're a senior in high school. Like you have to know what you're doing. I think like in general, like people around us are always like, okay, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? You need to figure this out. And I think obviously it it is always good to kind of have like an idea, like a general idea, but I think it's okay to kind of just like take things one step at a time and just not know exactly what you're going to do in like 30 years from now, because Mm -hmm. I I don't know exactly what specialty I'm doing. And I think that's okay. And I think a lot of 
people have that same like mindset where they're like, you know, I'm still kind of seeing where things will go. And I know like in undergrad, people change their minds a lot. Like people are constantly changing their majors. They're like, you know, I love this class so much. Like I'm going to take more classes of this class and maybe like see where this could lead me. Mm -hmm. And another thing is like for, in my case, for my family, my sister, she majored in psychology and she got a job in teaching. So uh, it's connected. um, And she's also, she's getting her master's right now. And another thing is, like, she she wants to pursue psychology, but she's also thinking about, like, like getting her master's in, like, another field to just, like, see where that can lead her. And I yeah. think um, people can, like, you can do whatever. You don't have to, like, be confined to one thing. Like, there's so many things that you can do. Oh, absolutely. And I think that right there, I'm, I'm so glad you said that. There's no limit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I, especially coming back after COVID, Picking back up, I hope that so many of the Hornets listen to the both of you today, and I hope this empowers them. I really hope this does because there is nothing that we can't do. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that these students can't do or, or pursue, and I hope all of you all uh, pursue those goals and pursue what it is you you all want to do in your future. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, that would be really cool if like people listen to this and if they even inspired like one person <laughs> yes like a younger student that would be so cool <laughs> absolutely I think you guys I, I think you all should realize that you really are inspiring so many people I think it's it's kind of important to say those those things or that quote it was like always be inspiring because you never know who you are really inspiring mm-hmm. behind those behind the doors right you know so I'm so fortunate to have met the both of you today I'm so proud of you, you both. Me being new to this, to the education world, um, I am constantly amazed every day when I get to meet students and I get to see and hear their stories and also learn about their goals and what Mm -hmm. they're going to do. It's so empowering. So I just want you both to know we are beyond proud of you here. And we can't wait to see you both and all of the Hornets walk the stage Mm -hmm. on May 26. This is going to be amazing very very excited (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much Kritika for joining us today it has been such a pleasure talking to you thank you for having me it's been so fun this is always um like this is definitely a bucket list experience so I'm glad I can cross this off now oh you see (laughs) this is this is good this we gotta we gotta um hopefully carry on this tradition Mm -hmm. of next year's valedictorian salutatorian i think that we should really do that for sure i would be so excited to hear that too like one year from now maybe they'll teach me some stuff so exactly awesome well thank you for joining us kritika of course thank you for having me again and thank you all for listening to the hornet's nest podcast thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the hornet's nest you can find the hornet's nest on all of your favorite podcast platforms If you have questions from our latest podcast, reach out to us at info at flowerbluffschools.net. Stay up to date with all of Flower Bluff ISD's news and events by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Flower Bluff ISD.